Hey, you're listening to WUSB Stony Brook. This is Press Play. I am the host for today, I guess. I'm like kind of not a host, but I'm DJ Spoonfuls. Now you are. <laughs> it's so hot. Milk with a bad choice. I'm turn you down. <laughs> Have you not seen Anchorman? Yeah, this is a, a music show, but, you know, we'll talk about Anchorman 2, you know. We'll talk about only Anchorman 2. <laughs> I haven't seen either. Mm-hmm. I'm not the host. You guys should direct it. All right. Uh, Sarah, you go right. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We should introduce each other. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, my name is Louis Maroney. I was on here last semester, and I'm back, baby! Um, I am the, I'm currently the assistant satire editor at the Stony Brook Press. Um, yeah. I'm Sarah Kimura. Apparently, I'm the assistant culture editor. That's right! Yep. And I was not here last semester. Yeah, she's new. Yo, I'm Delvin. Uh, I was here last semester, and before I was the assistant culture editor, but now I'm the managing yep. editor. We've Got all moved shoes up. to fill. Oh, we all. Oh, God. <laughs> that was going to be great. I'm, uh, Alosha. I'm the assistant features editor, but, like, barely. I mean, I am, but I'm, I don't know what that means. <laughs> You'll figure it out soon enough, my yeah. friends. None of us know what any of You're also a music yes. director so here good. at the radio right, right, right. station. I forgot about that. I'm the music director of WUSB. Isn't that, like, a big Brook? role, too? Like, yeah. how could you forget? Well, uh, it's easy to, like, com- compartmentalize things. Or it's yeah. e- makes it easier. Are we recording? Yeah. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's also going to be this on the recording. Right. It's been a yeah. summer, guys. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a hot summer. Yeah. What have we all been, uh, what's the first topic we want to get into? Uh, I don't know. Which topic do you guys want to get into? First? What have we been... I like how he asked you and you were like, I don't know. What are we well, like... I guess one thing we can do is, um, I guess just kind of reintroduce ourselves a little bit, uh, a bit further to the listeners. What have we been doing? Just keep do- introducing ourselves. <laughs> no, it's not, well... <laughs> and, but a different name every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all different names. My name is Steven. Um, we can all, <laughs> what have we been doing over the summer? Like, what have we been kind of working on? What about the music industry has been intriguing us? And what have we been kind of... Because uh, we we've all been writing in some form or another. Yeah. So, like, what have we been What have we been into? And what have we been into enough that we, you know, we've covered? And where have we been working and such? I guess Sarah, you go. Um, Sarah, you want to go first? Put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. Yeah, sure. Why not? I've been going to like a lot of shows over the summer. Mm. Um, I did a lot more writing towards the end of the summer. Like the beginning was definitely a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. We went to like two bodega shows, like in groups. Those were cool. Those were great. That's a lot to talk about because we'll the that. first one was good, but the second one was all right. Oh, okay. Which one was the you one went that to I the was? Second one. Oh, really? Yeah. I wasn't at that one. I was oh. at the first one, which was, yeah, was so good. the finale they gave was amazing. Honestly, yeah. the first one I was really amazing. Oh, that twenty-minute finale. <laughs> yeah, I remember being like, "When is this gonna be over?" <laughs> like it was great, but it was went so long. <laughs> they went in on it was, yeah. the album, it was their album release show. Yeah. To my knowledge, though, they had been touring a lot, and mm-hmm. then they did that rough trade show, so right. that's why it was okay. like low mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. Weird. I I, I thought it was high energy. Yeah. Like I've just been kind of. There was a lot of music that came out over the summer, mostly yeah. because I don't know, like I felt it at least, but like in the beginning of this year, like at least I'd say like the first quarter, there was like very few like big releases. Honestly, like it just kind of felt dead, and then all of a sudden, like come March, May, everything just kind of like started like flooding all at once. You have like all these like big releases from like bigger artists, and like all like just the whole indie scene just kind of like booming. And yeah, I've just been like writing too a lot, like. I, we've all kind of been writing it like, yeah. the same places, which is cool. Yeah. Kind of like through that, just discovering like, the same music too, which is mm-hmm. dope. 
Um, so I've been writing for like a couple. Of, I've, we've written, most of where we've written is this like called Post Trash, which is a sort of a, uh, independent music blog uh, that operates through Exploding and Sound Records. Drew, one of their PR guys, runs it. Um, yeah. Shout out to Dan. Um, we've all kind of written album reviews for there. For there, I've mostly written uh, mostly punk and hardcore reviews. Interestingly enough, which is interesting because before that, I was writing a lot of like hip hop related content and a mm. lot of sort of. Um, I guess more, yeah, mostly that, and then kind of venturing into more of this pop, uh, this kind of punk, you know, or guitar-driven um, field. Um, I've also written for the cycle of Sweet Static, but most of what I was getting into was a lot of like dance. Like Bodega was one band I got really into. That uh, one was good. Oh, what? That one was good. That was a great. Their debut was. Uh, they're better live, but the album was great. I mean, um, this, and then one of the other, I guess, great kind of cuts we got was this band, uh, this band Vane. Oh, is, I've heard, heard, yeah, like the hardcore. They're like a hardcore, like new metal fusion band. And I know that sounds kind of weird because it's new metal, but it's actually really interesting. They bring a yeah. weird, almost like new vibe to this kind of hardcore screamo um, scene, and I'm really excited to see where they take that. And that kind of led me into this other band, Girlwood, which who I just interviewed recently for a site, and mm-hmm. like they're like a queercore screamo pop uh, indie uh, act. And I feel like all that together kind of created this interesting. Summer. And I said that that was just Brockhampton. Yeah, and I thought you and the group You got so confused. I was like, Brockhampton. I was like, that's just Brockhampton. <laughs> Pretty much. I know what you're talking about, Brockhampton. I'm talking about female Brockhampton from, from Kentucky, all right? But, and it was interesting doing that because it kind of contrasted the kind of summer of hip-hop we got, which was both good and we bad. We had very different summers then. Yeah, <laughs> For me, I mean, I'd say, like, on the... It was hit or miss, that, yeah, the, like, those, those albums, more than I thought it'd be, but... Yeah. Through Post Trash, like... I like I I've always like kind of kept up with like whatever's going on like Indian alternative rock, but no, like, I feel like through post trash like it really did kind of expose me like the little little nook and, nooks and crannies. Yeah, it just felt like so diverse and explosive. And even on like the hip hop side of things, like it it did feel like there was yeah there were like a lot of hit or misses, which I mean is understandable, but there were also like a lot of like dope projects. No, like, totally like Daytona. But yeah, that was dope. Uh, I, I you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I have a soft spot production wise and aesthetically for Scott's album, Travis Scott's album, Afterworld. I that was a lyrically I don't know uh, not a fan about lyrically. it. Other than the Amanda Lepore stuff that happened, what happened? yeah, that was a wait, uh, what that was whole, kind like, of messed co- up. Yeah. Wait, well, so, oh, um, is that the model who got cut off the album cover? Yeah, she's a trans model, but the what's was, his name? David Lynch. David. What's it, the photographer's name? I forgot his name actually. Yeah. But she, she is considered his muse, and she's in like all of his work. And he cut her out himself. And he no, I don't know who cut her out. It's probably Travis Scott or some or the record label but people there were, like, marketing. Two of the photo was, like one. Was, yeah. Like, with her Let me see. And like, she's a really small part of the album, anyways. Yeah. So they took her off. It, <laughs> La, Ch- La Chapelle is the photographer, and um. La Chapelle. Keep going. Yeah, and um, I don't know who did it. No, nope. I don't think that it came out like that. Who edited her out of the album cover? But um, I remember she passive aggressively posted on Instagram about it. Like, I guess I'm not in it then. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were thinking that it was transphobia, but it never came out what it was. It's probably <laughs> it, my theory is that it was probably like, like low key like marketing, just being like trans models that's not gonna sell she is kind of outrageous looking no like do, is she? You, do you know what i don't know she what she looks, looks like, like. Wait, i'm just saying like i think it was just marketing being kind of whack honestly and I then did, being like because she is a really small part of it like yeah, in the original art look at her 
Okay, yeah, she's a, she looks kind of like a cartoon character. Not she does. She's, not because she's trans, but just because she had, like, Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. And, like, her hair looked like cotton candy. That could be anybody, I'm saying. <laughs> like the one next to Kanye. But, yeah, keep going. <laughs> That's all I know. Okay, I can so, see what... I don't know okay, anything about uh, the real music. Oh, yeah, no, that album was, like, it felt kind of mid. I mean, like, there were some, like, very good tracks on there, yeah. but, like, the rest of it was kind of, like, at least for me, it kind of, like, fell back and like like mm-hmm. kind of like fell into the background even as i kept listening to it more mm. and more exactly. i just found myself kind of sticking to the same like four songs really off of it that like really kind of like stuck to my like, kind of like stuck in my head or like stuck in my ear really mm-hmm. and i don't know like i guess there's like one topic i always wanted to think about is just like i saw this article i think that came out yesterday it was like spotify released like their songs in the summer chart list and it was uh, like, of course like, most of, like the, most of the songs on there are like you know like very pop oriented I think song of the summer from Mitt keep going <laughs> no but it's like what actually like makes like a song of the summer right exactly like, like, right oh, Fader, like, even personally for you guys like what is a song that kind of like encapsulates the what is your of, like, song of the summer Fader's got a whole podcast on this topic on I don't know summer? I don't want to know what Fader's song of the summer is no, I want to know your what song your of song of the summer is no, no, like, what quality what? works for you man like what <laughs> make like I guess like what kind of like music makes summer for you <sighs> good question for me, per- I mean, for me personally. Okay, wait a second. Yeah, so the first. Spotify article actually says the most streamed songs. Yeah, of the yeah, summer. it's basically based on like their streaming so numbers. So everybody's like, saying these are Spotify yeah. songs of the summer exactly, is yeah, not yeah. actually correct. <laughs> oh wow, Dalvin! Fake news, Dalvin. Way to go! Hey, man, wait, what? What is your song of summer? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, but they made a playlist out of it. They right? did make so a playlist. Yeah, exactly. like a, they're really trying. They to named like, it "Songs of the Summer," so it is really right, is vague. Right. It's vague. Some of songs too. Um, but I think what makes a song of the summer for me is like, I guess one is like where is time and place. Like where for me, because I I'm a really weird now. I don't really look for a particular. For me, it varies. Like my personal songs of the summer have varied from like year to year. Like, what are this year's songs of the summer? I mean, this year's song of the summer, I guess, would, for me would be. Kind of an uh, it's kind of a safe choice, but I'm gonna just yeah. give, I'm just gonna go and say it. I like Cardi B's "I Like It Like That." I was gonna say I, I like really that. like that one. That's that is like, such a radio heavy hit, but it's a good song. Latino gang across the board. I'd say like it. Like, it's the type of song that I feel like would garner like a very broad audience, and that's why like like. I do not yeah. care. It's great. I personally <laughs> exactly. like, like that album. Love. That album was definitely gonna have like a summer hit yeah. regardless, oh, yeah. and that's it. I mean, it's like, like persona wise. I mean, it's, it's a Latino anthem. I mean, it's great. I love it. That, that's like, it. it's the song that you would hear like I guess like somebody bumping in like a car in like a suburban really environment is. or even like a city even like it's like every like yeah, yeah. song that I could anyone could take it. I was yeah. I I thought that be careful was gonna be the song of the summer. Mm, I remember yeah. I remember like a week before classes were over, I heard somebody blasting it in their car. So I was like, that's gonna be it. But it turned out to be I like it. Uh, that was uh, you know amazing. what? I'm all, I'm all good. Like, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm all good for that. All right. I mean, <laughs> I'm I just keep hearing the "I like that" by Janelle Monae every time you guys say it. That's what I think of. Yeah, and I know that's wrong, and I have to go back. Well, I guess, well, Sarah, what makes you what for you is a song of the summer this year, and what about it made it a song of the summer for you? Um, I don't have any. Okay, I'll be honest. Shoot. The first one on the list for the Spotify playlist is "In My Feelings," and honestly, that was a bop <laughs> that's still a bop in my opinion it's catchy it's catchy but it does what? get to be overplayed the cha- yeah the challenge mm-hmm. videos yeah. really helped it I didn't know it was actually a challenge because I saw the dance and I was like sure that's like funny but it, <laughs> it was like, like we had we had no like one Weird. amazing hit like last year was Bodak Yellow like for sure that was yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. sure 
Like, I can't... It does feel like I can't really pinpoint, like, one song that's, like... Everyone across the board can agree that this is, like... Yeah, Bodak Yellow was fully amazing. Bodak Bodak Horseman, but yeah. (laughs) You know it's coming. (laughs) Dolphin, what's your song of the summer? Uh, Oh, yeah, I I would agree on that. I like it. I just... Even though I guess that came out, like, a little bit before the summer officially started. It came, like, 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 late July... Early yeah. on, early August. I, Wait, we were no. It came out in it came out on the album in yeah. May. No, but I mean like on the radio, like in terms of like oh, when it was when really the like, radio oh, yeah, started. Okay, I mean in terms yeah. of when it was like really like come out. You weren't yeah. doing on the radio oh, in, like I March. Did. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that because it does feel like even though it didn't reach the same like level that like Bodak Yellow did, like it it has like the same vibe yeah. to it. Yeah. Where like she really like plays well on her strengths and everything. Plus like that, that feature and the fe- yeah. The feature I don't know who that guy is, but I think I think the Fader just wrote about him, which is interesting. I love. never said what my song was, but I think personally it would be Nobody by Mitski. That was we got to, we're gonna talk that about was that. Consistently on my monthly playlist, I was always like, okay, Great. Well, you know what, just put it back on because because I'm still listening to it. Mitski. I actually like just I was like a bit late on that Mitski album, like a few so days good. after release. It's like, a really what? quick yeah, album. I just wish it so, was a problem. I wish it wasn't so quick. But yeah, I love true. I love that she's so on show tunes right now. That's it's true. definitely like a show tunes album. Oh, absolutely. It and plays like a show tunes album. Like the aesthetic for the marketing and stuff mm-hmm. like that looks like that. Because um, I was getting tired of everybody making indie 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 female indie rock musicians like they're so personal. They're being they're being really it's about their lives and stuff like that and she right. kind of flipped that and made it fictional Bird. i feel like in her class like the only other person i could think of who like kind of does that like whole like kind of like operatic thing is probably like saint vincent mm. like, Yo, yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 vibe wise so i was at the the premiere show and right. she said in the middle of the set somebody said that she said somebody tweeted uh that this album is saint vincent for people with real problems <laughs> oh, <man. I> love <laughs> that. it was really, it's it's true. <laughs> it's, sorry, it's true. Not lying there. Yeah, I also. Yeah. I think this this. I technically this also did it come out either during the semester or after the semester ended, but what? the Parquet Courts album. That was yeah. really good. That I'm was still also, on that. That was like yeah. at the very end of the. Oh no! Like late May. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I just can't. That was a great album. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so catchy. Jeez. The, yeah, it's I, such a well produced. It's a well produced album, and but the guy. And fun fact. Uh, Austin from Parquet produced uh, the Bodega debut LP. Really? Oh, really? He, Austin Brown produced that wow. album. I'm not joking. You yeah, can I check this up. Because like I just like sonically, like it like sound wise, it just sounds amazing. Like yeah. I could just like turn it on, listen to it when I'm walking. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, this is great. Exactly. Even like when you like actually really concentrate on lyrics and like what they're saying and everything, I'm like, this has so much depth. Like this is amazing. yeah, it really holds up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, just like really like, what do you think about it yeah i i mean i like biking to it honestly <laughs> it's, it's like, actually not a bad way to listen to it though yeah it gets like so it really amps me up um and then lyrically it's like really prescient i think i really yeah i vibe with a lot of the things they were saying yeah um Is he, like he goes so hard when he like with um violence violence yeah. goes so hard yeah <laughs> um yeah i loved it i i couldn't handle it Honestly, <laughs> to put it down a lot. Yeah, um, it's just like I, like I find it hard to find like an album that's almost like it sounds as authentic as like that one did. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel like there was like any kind of like um, I don't want to say like, fan service or anything, but it didn't feel like they were like drawing from like from the yeah. same well or something. Like kind of like falling yeah. back on the same like 
tropes or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, like but at the same time, you could really hear like a lot of influencers. Where? Yeah, yeah. I like really it powerful. when you, it's the same well but different water. Good metaphor, huh? Uh, actually, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> wait, how did different water get into? Because you well? you said same Urine. well, and I was thinking I do like it when what? bands. <laughs> I do like it when bands have a foundational like. You know what to expect from them, but you, they but still it's still put, something different. Oh, like the skeleton still. This, I, I guess you, I sort of get it. Go I for was it. just reading Go your your beach house review, which is just like yeah, all that's about that. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, I just that's, read that today. Yeah, I really love that band just because beach they know water? they know what their yeah, well is. Beach water. Yeah, they know who they are. Yeah, I feel that. And I, I saw them live, well and it, so it feels like they do know what they're doing, mm, and yeah. they cherish it. Word. I do like it when when some bands though completely do like flips flips yeah. the like whole you thing can't every time. Expect what they're doing, yeah. which is, mm-hmm. I mean that that's kind of how I felt about Grimes until she got weird. I uh, did that love that like, yeah. progression of uh, whatever that album was, Art, and then Art into Art Angels. I love the Art one before Art Angels is amazing. Oh yeah, what's that called? I forgot what's called. It's Look it up, but yeah, it's like that and Art Angels are really weird shit. I mean, I like both of the albums. I mean, obviously, I like, the one before Visions, that. Visions, Visions. That was 2012. Visions. And that really was 2012. Like, oh, I remember that year, Such a, a lot of music with a similar feeling was yeah. out. And, like, with Art Angels, you just kind of, like, cemented that. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, it wasn't, like, bad, but it was just, like, okay, I expect this, which is, like... Yeah, she fully, like, went into her influences exactly, and made yeah, what she wanted yeah. to make. Like, California is so... Such an unexpected bop. Oh, it's so good. I remember somebody made fun of me for liking her, that album. <laughs> And when, it's a when great, it, like, it's a that, good album. That year, that album was named Album of the Year by so many, so yeah, many publications. I'll give it that credit. It's a good yeah. album. I, 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 what else came out that year that was good? I mean, 20, what? The Marshall Mathers LP? Come on. Give me a break. What else 2013? But it came out in the same like music <laughs> measurement year. Give me a break. Chill. <laughs> I, the only thing that really calls to mind when I was saying like 2012, that was the sound of 2012, was like Purity Ring. Like that mm. album that they did in 2012 was great. Yeah. Definitely similar. I guess, like, to transition into, like, another topic, we all kind of went to, like, a, like quite a few shows over the summer. Um, yeah. I guess I've always just wondered, like, what to you guys, like, makes a good show? I was like, just like, thinking about yeah, like, that what makes so a good, much. Like, what, like, is it just the environment, the people that are there? Yeah. Like, I feel like there are so many factors that, like, have I, to be, like, balanced the right way. Or, like, maybe, like, you yeah. might walk in and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this either way. Mm-hmm. Like, depending yeah. on the mood you're in or whatever, really. I feel like the crowd has so much to do for it, so much to do with it for me. Um, I feel like if it's, uh, we we went and saw Boris last week, and the show was incredible. Like Boris is, I don't know how to describe it because I'm not really like a metal fan, but uh-huh. um, I get, I think it was like black metal, um, like Japanese black metal. It was like really post rocky. I think it reminded me of Mogwai, but they they were insane and like their theatricism was really on point. Um, the drummer had like this face makeup and he kept like hitting the gong and it was so dramatic. It was beautiful, um, and like the bassist had like a bass and a guitar, double guitar thing. That's it was wild. it was insane and there was smoke and the that lights were so amazing cool. and the whole room was dark. And, yeah, but the crowd was like very. I don't know if it's like metal shows, but they like everyone was just like standing there and like like I don't you know, think like, that's metal shows. Like bobbing their heads. Yeah, no, I don't think so. And there was a push pit. Yeah. But um, our friend Noah went in and he said it was like pretty lame. Wow, that's <laughs> so, that's sad. Eh? So yeah, I want I want people to like bump into each other and be like dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that. 
Pers- yeah, like, I personally, I get stuck in yeah. my head, and when when the audience is like so, like, divided like that, I feel like it doesn't really help anything. Wait, I feel that. like um, I know like Lewis is there. Like we kind of like checked out like Fool's Gold's Day Off, and I think like this year, like usually it's they usually do choose like very like New York centric like hip hop artists, but they also like kind of like threw into the mix like artists that kind of lean into the whole like SoundCloud sort of wave. Right. Wave, and I feel like for like general like mass appeal purposes like it it felt like they were just kind of like you know like appealing to like a mass audience really and yeah making sure you know they can like satisfy everyone and make sure like oh this person who just came in with yeah. their friend who's never heard who's never heard of like 90 percent of this bill can like this while this person who's like very deeply invested into this scene can right. like yeah. with this but i feel like also in the process of doing so you might also like lose a bit of your identity like it doesn't fully represent what's your slate or like what's your record label or company's all about right that's, I mean, it just, yeah, it just kind of like feels like it feels weak i'm not gonna say like sell out because it's like that but it's like you know like it just doesn't it just doesn't work as well as like they think it would mm-hmm. right. and like may, of course that's gonna end up like changing the crowd and that's like what kind of show is this is this, like do you really yeah. care about like the artist like you're representing or are you just trying to like get like you know just like hop on like the next wave or whatever really Mm. I guess. I yeah. guess like yeah. I don't know I don't know how you like, you felt about that really. Mm. Like I mean like I rocked with like some of the acts for sure. Like I was down with it, but it was like others just like, okay, I'm just gonna stand on the sidelines and wait for you yeah, guys to be like yeah. uh Fool's Gold, right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean when I got, I got there a, a bit later than you guys did, so I miss like a, I miss like Mike and some of the other acts. I mean I'll, I'll be honest, like even if I was I probably would have only Wait, Mike's the guy who does the I Spy song, right? Is that I, him? Does he do I Spy? I don't know his full discography. Like, I don't know. Kyle. Oh, yeah, no. That's Kyle. <laughs> is that <laughs> no. singular it is, word? It is, yeah, singular it is name. One is. name. <laughs> right? It's close. No, but um, yeah. Even but even then, it really didn't matter because yeah, it was hit or miss. I like we stood for Jungle Schmussy. I'm not saying her actual name on air, but <laughs> yeah, but like you know. Also, we saw like, Show Me the Body. I saw a little bit of, but oh. beyond that, like. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a very inconsistent lineup. I felt like they were it just kind of jumped too far in between subgenres of hip hop, and I think not which is not to say you sh- you can't do that, but I would have like a little more consistency in terms of who they got in, a, and a little more of like just to kind of grab my interest because as was, and that could just be because maybe I'm just not the audience simply, but I might not be the 100 percent the audience for that festival in general. Maybe I don't know, but I feel like if, for me at least, if I was gonna give it a critique, I would have like a little more consistency, I guess, because there were some acts where I was just like I don't. You know who are you? What do I get? Like lead in then like what is consistency? Like what's That's a consistent question. bill especially when now that festivals are a huge deal. Yeah. I think that a festival set it used to mean you're seeing this band, but now since they're so popular it gets to be a little messier because right. everybody's trying to do festivals now. Yeah, it's like you have that you might have, like, that one giant artist that, of course, like, like a, a type of a creator, like, someone in that vein. Right. Beyonce. Everyone's in a, like, yeah, everyone's yeah, everyone's gonna, gonna, exactly. Beyonce. not going to see Beyonce. that. But then you also have, like, ten <laughs> other amazing artists. Which is who, amazing. In the, <laughs> who, in the process, like, they, their audiences might be, like, kind of getting skimmed off of, or, like, potential yeah. new fans might also lose out on the opportunity because they're so locked into seeing that, like... Right. major like bold name that's on yeah. the poster and the energy is like, definitely yeah. different if you're playing in the morning or afternoon oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we went, like we went to a daytime like thing for like fool's gold that has like, to be different yeah it, was, it just felt weird i was like 
Yeah, oh, like, right. It's yeah, like, like I came here like yeah. I'd say like a half an hour or so after it started, and it was still kind of like I wouldn't say it was dead, but it was like you know between like smaller acts and like DJ sets, it was yeah, it right. wasn't as lively. It wasn't until like until like night fell and like nightfall when it was like okay, yeah, here we go now. Like, like things yeah, I remember this uh, when during the summer, like for this one to say that for Sweet Static, they uh, decided hosted a, sh- a show in Alphaville in Williamsburg. Or no, in um, Bushwick, that uh, this band Sick played at, and they had a good lineup. This band Big Bliss played all these really kind of big, you know, local bands. I keep hearing Big Bliss. They're around. really good. Yeah. But I mean, I like them. It's like goss indie. But like they, it, the show was a daytime. It was for um, Northside Fest actually. And a lot, a lot of those shows are in the day. I know, yeah. but I'm saying I went to Alphaville, and it was like the first band played, and I was the only <laughs> guy in there. Suck to be the first I, band. I was, on I was the, the only one, and they were just like. For the All right. One, two, three, go! Boom. Yeah, because like, I've been to like dead shows at night, and it's still like, it still is great. It still oh, has yeah. the capability of being awesome. And the band like, was really good. Day, I mean, it was just the, it was a good band. Vominos, they're great, but yeah, it didn't start loading up till like towards the end. Even then, it ended during the day, so it didn't get packed for like the last band, which was like the biggest one there. So to me, it's like the vibe doesn't matter because like two o'clock in the afternoon Eastern yeah. versus like yeah. eight o'clock. I feel like to a point, um, like what time it is matters a lot, and then yeah. who, also for me, like who I'm with, because yeah, exactly. I could care less That's about the true. people in my immediate vicinity. But whoever I bring is yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You don't want to bring someone who can't go to a, who can't hang at a concert. Yeah, well, like it's too loud. I gotta sit down. Not even that, like, but like, are you are you both capable of like making sure the the other has a good time? Well, and, that's like, a good point too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, don't just yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I feel. It. Do you guys feel like? I guess like what's spe- like on top of that? What specifically makes like a certain artist or act great, terrible, live or not? Like, is it just like the genre of music they might be playing, or like? Because I, I guess in some way it is genre. Like, yeah. I, like with rap music, there's always the thing. It's like, but see, why do you keep playing your vo- vocal tracks over like? Yeah, see, rap, yeah, which I want to. Which is like, I have a whole thing piece about that. But we'll get into that later. Okay, here's my thing. I think what a lot of what brings it is like, I mean, even beyond genre, because there are certain songs. Where I, you know, even the, there's certain acts where even the, if I don't like, maybe don't care for the genre or subgenre. Yeah. I can still get into them live. I'm still like, if I'm with people... Yeah, I'm I, such a sucker for that. If yeah. everybody else is into it, I'm into like, it. Like, for example, there's like certain like hip-hop artists where I'm like, I am not into this guy. But if I'm with, if I'm with you guys, <laughs> yeah, but if I'm with you or Lay at, at a concert, I'm going to be I'm gonna be jumping around and having a good time. Yeah. I think a lot of it, what it is, is, ener- is presence, is energy. Yeah. For example, yeah. one of the examples I'll give is, um, at uh, was it Brookfest? We saw this guy, Jay Critch. I'm not that I'm not that into Jay Critch. I don't like him that much. But I'll admit he's fun live when in an environment because he brings an energy. There's a vibe on album. It's like this is at best okay. Yeah. But on a live setting, I'm like the, he's bringing an energy. He's going around the yeah. stage. He's got a nice he's got a nice jacket on. It's a good. It's just a, you know, the body emotion. The vibe. He's hyping the audience up. You got the guy in the background. He's playing the music. You know, the thing that immediately comes to mind when you talk about that is Cardi B performing um, Bodak Yellow at the MoMA PS1. Have you mm. seen a video of that? Yeah, I've seen that. That video is insane, it is. and I feel it, like, and it's just on my phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, is it great? Every, it's amazing. It's awesome. She, she did goes it last hard. year at MoMA PS1, oh, and yeah. everybody's going so hard. So good. I was at MoMA PS1 last year. I don't remember that. She did one of the warm-up shows, I believe. Oh. Because, like, I feel like... Because those are, like, weekly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, I it's feel like, like that's rare, but, like... Tiny MoMA concert. I feel like maybe there mm-hmm. are certain instances where, it's like, 
a band or like an artist might be trying but it just doesn't translate like in yeah performances i do think that um i'm not a cheap trick but a common trick is just like if you have enough energy cheap trick i hear sucks (laughs) they're they're mediocre at times hot take the scorching hot take of the summer cheap trick is bad summer 76 yeah 76 maybe yeah Where's that think piece, huh, Lewis? I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. But I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that um, the most probably the most common trick that a lot of performers use is if you have the energy, then the audience has the energy. But I think that doesn't work all the time, especially if mm. your band isn't known for its energy. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh, that's true. Actually, I feel like if your music leans more on the melancholy side, yeah, like Beach House. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, I can't. Ima- can imagine like an. Op- Maybe I was not going like far towards the end. But honestly. I, I think passion doesn't always translate to energy, and yeah, I, that's so true. I think it's more of like just like a, if you're really, uh, I don't know, invested isn't necessarily the right word. But if you're just like really like feeling your music, then I think people will will reciprocate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. I think the, I mean, the performance aspect is really interesting. That's true. Because what to what degree? Like, it's a relationship, the audience and the performer. And it could also just be full production and fabricated, but that doesn't mean, like, the energy is not real, even if it's, even if you're, like, trying your best to hype it up yourself. I've always wanted to go to one, but I always see, like, videos of, like, certain, like, Travis Scott shows where it's, Uh like, his shows are, like, they just look, like, full-on, like, light shows. His music, of course, is, like, very, like, very produced, like, very, like, electronic heavy on top of that, and it looks insane, but... When you really look at it, like, if you stripped most of that away, it would kind of be, like, nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, realistically, yeah. it would be, like, you have, like, all these, like, crazy, like, installations and everything, but it's, like... Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool, like... Yeah, like, Drake, if yeah. you're not floating your car over the yeah, audience... Yeah, I really like, don't it, think I would yeah, still like, go to a Drake stadium But all we get show. is Kiki. <laughs> not, even yeah. not even because it's Not even because it's How am I going to dance outside of my car if there's no car <laughs> floating over the audience? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean... I don't think you guys... Do you guys go to, like, stadium shows? Because... I'm going to see Childish Gambino in a stadium. Yeah. Wait, what? I think it's it's Madison Square Garden, but I might be wrong. Um, Like, earlier this year, I saw Lord's stadium show. And it was honestly amazing. The way that she wanted it to be is that... I was in a, a bad seat. <laughs> I oh. bought the cheapest seats that I could have gotten. A bad seat. And but I, I, the girl next to me was like crying by the end, and oh, I damn. felt that too mm. because she wanted to create intimacy in a place where that seems impossible. Right. And I think a lot of stadium shows miss that aspect. But kind when they like get it right, yeah, yeah. when they get it right, it's really, really great. Yeah. See, that's kind of like the, not the invert, like the opposite of that, where it's like. It's, like, so stripped down that it kind of works where it's, like... Yeah. <laughs> where, like, you have all these, like, bells and whistles where it's, like... Okay, like a house show? Shiny, yeah, exactly. Oh, look shiny. Like, a, I don't know. It, like, it kind of makes the audience feel like babies. It's, like, do you really need this much? Like, can't your music just, yeah. like, kind of, like, speak for yourself? Like, like a Miley Cyrus stadium show? Like, if you've seen pictures of them, it's, <laughs> yeah, like, that's too much. Yeah. You don't need to come out 
full on a hot dog. Like Lady Gaga and a soup full of butcher meat. Okay. Like, I mean, I feel like with her, Lady like, Gaga we're not getting so into this debate. Well, no, I'm it's sorry. not. No, it's not. <laughs> that VMA's performance. You're right. You're right. That's good presence in mediocre music. Nonetheless, you're right. You're right. Even if okay, but even if the music's mediocre, if you have a good stadium show, like props to you. Props to your. Oh, of course. That that's so much work, dude. I saw a documentary about that. It was very dated, yeah. but Britney Spears. I saw, but like, um, it was a good okay, doc. Okay, Britney Spears. No, but let me <laughs> let me fit, let me finish. It was a really <laughs> the the documentary about her putting that together, and it's insane. They put insane amounts of work into those damn yeah. things. You I've can hate them like, all you want, but yeah, I've even seen like the Katy Perry documentary, and like I yeah. props to her. Right. Obviously, her music has declined so significantly. Like declined. her first, her first two albums were honestly <laughs> good. <laughs> Does it gotta be someone to do it? Keep going, just keep going. It's bad. Okay, keep let's going, just like say it's bad. Prism's bad. I don't even know like what her most recent release is. But oh, it's the woke one. I don't even know. What Wait, you're talking really called about it's the one. Yeah, no, she like cut her hair and was like really woke and like videotaped herself for forty eight hours. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, do you mean like white person woke or like actually woke? No, 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 white person woke. Okay, like, absolutely white, white person woke. Person she was woke. Really woke. Oh, witness. Witness, yeah. yeah, witness deluxe on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, she cut her hair. <laughs> she dyed it blonde. Because that's what all white people got to do now. Yeah, and, and she did that thing with um, Hillary Clinton. She was like. Of course she did. So did Lena Dunham. Of course they did. And that Swish Swish music video <laughs> was full of, of outdated white New York viral people. Liberalism. Like the backpack kid was in that. Is Chocolate that rain. Was, it, was he in that? <laughs> no, I, I, would, that was that'd be hilarious. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in that. Oh, he was like an opener, my God. But, um, yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. Uh, like, guess? yeah. Yeah. Not um, to derail your point there, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Not to derail your point, but I'm derailing your, your point. Your point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that Las Vegas residencies are really interesting. Like, Britney Spears mm. just finished that one, and I heard her, it was great, and now Lady Gaga's gonna do one. I thought that was, like, where you go to die. Whoa. Like, if like you're a musician, like you go to Las Vegas. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, right? okay, but imagine, like, like if the next you, thing is Connecticut went. hotel performance. <laughs> okay, but imagine if you went and it was great. Like, I really want her to pull it off. Because that would right. be amazing. True. I feel like that it also yeah. helps because it's like they're both at the, the later stages of the career. Okay. Where it's like, I know yeah. how to hit these notes. Or like, maybe maybe on the opposite where it's like, you're so tired that you're really phony getting like yeah. yeah. I know that, okay, I don't know too much about Lady Gaga, but she uh, <laughs> she has medical problems, like oh, serious shit. ones, which is oh, why right. she doesn't, she, she canceled her tours like all the time. Mm-hmm. And having that residency works a lot better for her health. But um, like that Super Bowl performance though, was amazing. Right. I saw her documentary <laughs> right. on Netflix. Uh, but um, I, I'm really interested and invested in like the way pop stars operate because there's a lot to it. And if one post in the support is not there, then you can fail horribly as an act, and then a year later you'll you'll be forgotten. Well, it's, not, it's like every like I always think of like every not in like a weird like corporate way, but I always think of like every like artist or band as kind of like a business where you have like small businesses where it's like you have like small business that might be very invested in its community the same way mm-hmm. like an artist might be very invested in like a local city or whatever but then you have like right. these massive names that are just like envelop everything and just like kind of like are like like they're almost like household names where it's like you yeah. literally can't go through your life without at least seeing them like once a day or something right. like that really like, that's like the same kind of like vibe I get mm-hmm. it's like there's it's very rare that like someone like on that like huge like very top level would have like 
at least to me would have that the same like kind of personal connection or it's kind of like same investment mm-hmm. in people mm-hmm. and you just feel yeah like it's like a, the walmart greeter exactly yeah it just feels like there's too much distance. that is so perfect there's, like, too much, <laughs> there's too many people like involved they're like separating you from like what they're really like even y- you know i guess even yeah. if it's what they're really like is fabricated though the fabrication has to be really you have to they have to be invested in the fabrication right. well, yeah because we really won't know a really big artist but if they work really hard on their like their image the way they are on social media like yeah. it can feel so much easier even yeah. if you you know it's fake yeah, yeah i mean i mean to like go away from music for a second the like the whole reason kim kardashian is still relevant exactly because she acts on like instagram and like i guess i presume twitter yeah um like she's just like talking to her friends right. and that's why so many people feel like she's like such a big part of their lives and like buy her products because that she's present yeah like, constantly yeah like who watches keeping up with the kardashians anymore right and they're in their 15th season but no yeah. one even knows what's going on except for that it's still one on? Like, it's yeah. just yeah well, it's still on i didn't even know that, that. recent viral season. clip about running a if business why would i know what that is <laughs> i know what best. that is okay yeah i mean it's not that far-fetched that i would know what that is i just keep seeing clips of them making fun of their mom it's so sad <laughs> what i feel so bad for her. honestly i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't be surprised if all these fights <laughs> are fabricated but like, it's like the, the way they do them is like <laughs> the way they do them is where people know what that family's like. People know like, oh yeah, Chloe's gonna like, Chloe would roast Kim in this situation or whatever. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to act like you don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> I watched do. it once. <laughs> I turned stand. on cable and it was on. Okay. Once. One times like I, no, fifteen. I yeah. No, I swear. I times swear. twenty-two of the but season. You, yeah. But if you if you see like one episode, you'll know. You'll know the dynamics because they're so the gaudy. Dog ears. They're so gaudy because the whoever's behind it, quote unquote, like wants it to be that straightforward narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like zoning out right now. I'm just like, no, like what? Are we yeah, like? No. Yeah, I agree. It's just about. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. It's just about, like, I agree with what you're saying, but okay, like, I, 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 I keep bringing up the example. I gotta, I gotta. Well, so wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Help. So does that mean that um, bigger musicians are like encouraged to not make interesting music? And by interesting, I just mean like they don't. They're not encouraged to do like <coughs> new things, right? Because they, yeah. if they go to the same well, if they get the same water, they know they're gonna get the same. Yeah. Powerful examples are like. I would say, like, people like Lord or Lana Del Rey, who they make a really solid debut, and then what comes after is, like, extremely crucial because they're already huge. Right. Like, Lord's sophomore album, I wasn't into it the first time because it was different. It Mm -hmm. was, and she had clearly worked with Jack Antonoff, was very explicit about that. And, like, Jack Antonoff has, like, seven Grammys, worked with Taylor Swift, like, ten times or whatever. Had done, had done, like, St. Vincent's most recent. No, they're split. They were. They were. Okay. They were together you though. Can't live that. You can't live that down. I keep forgetting she has like a life. All <laughs> <laughs> those girls. But yeah, guy. like the, the, se- the that show? second. Right. <laughs> girls is so good though. Girls is okay. The I first three those. seasons is good. Thank you. The the first three. Yeah. All you need yeah, yeah, is first three. I honestly right. only kept watching because I loved Adam Driver yeah. and uh, Shoshana. They were yeah, my yeah. two favorite characters. I like tiny furniture because I'm a cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that bodega meme? 
that they posted on their story. Oh, wait, I think I have. Oh, oh my gosh. What is the this? Star Wars one? Yes, I saw that. The Dagobah one? That one was amazing. Oh, Dagobah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, I was talking about Lana Del Rey. Right. Yeah. Lana Del Rey. Her, pers- her like, it's interesting to read, like, think pieces about her because it is clearly a persona. People love pointing out the fact that her name is not even Lana Del Rey. Is it not? It's not. It's Lizzie, Lizzie something. Lana Del Rey is so Californian. She's. I feel like it's not her real name. I thought it was. Well, her real name is Lizzie San Diego, but no, it's not. No, no way. There is no way. Why would you make her name Lana Del Rey? It's Carmen San Diego. Her name is actually Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. What? And she's from New York City. So she's not even Californian, but she has. She's um. Like part of the vibe. She actually has like. A degree in like some science or something. Oh, it's like it's hmm. like looking at Kesha, you know, like Kesha uh, yeah, like plays mad, up she's like that persona. Yeah. She's like mad smart, yeah. <laughs> Wake um, up in the morning, look at my PhD. <laughs> yeah, but people who are very focused on creating this full experience are really interesting to watch and follow. No, exactly, I agree. I guess like, since like as we all mentioned, like the three of us, like we kind of like spent the summer like writing and like yeah, right. kind of getting us a whole like music analysis like side of things. Yeah. And active listening, I guess, is the best way to put it. And yeah. I was just thinking of like my experience doing that as well as just like even talking with friends where it's like I'll have like a few friends who kind of listen to people like Anthony Fantano and kind of take what he says mm-hmm. as kind of like yeah. word like say like if they had like you hear an artist like that you've never heard of before if his if he gives like them like a good rating it's like okay this is worth it like that's yeah. how they pick and choose like who to listen to and yeah he says of, light like, seven i'm on it yeah ex- exactly that's <laughs> actually perfect <laughs> i'm no, just it's joking like, around but it's like the needle true. drop gave yeah. him like this score i'm like yeah, yeah, dude, right. I, like i mean personally like, i don't follow him like that like i sometimes i'll like to hear his opinions but i, I skip to the end he says light seven I don't I'm in. <laughs> i actually didn't know he gave number ratings because i always <laughs> click out before he gets to that he's really opposite he gives, every person who wants to that review i was like oh okay i see what he, he, gives, I see like, what he, means he gives like, like number ratings like oh this is like a hard nine to a like a light seven like I, that's why i kept saying a light if he says light seven i'm like, I yeah. guess, like with that like <laughs> Like, I kind of, like, realized this, and, like, I'm sure, like, you guys realize this just writing and, like, knowing other people who've, like, written or, like, talked about music is mm-hmm. that they're basically just like you. Like, they're just people who listen to a lot of music. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. So, it's, like, yeah. what makes them, or, like, what makes someone, I guess, qualified to talk about music or for people, mm-hmm. other people, like, kind of, like, take yeah. them more seriously? Like, what, for you, like, even if there are certain, like, individuals you follow who, like, whose word, like, on a certain album or something t- you take very seriously, like, what makes them, like... I guess qualified sounds like superficial, but like, what makes you trust them? That that's a good way to put. Like, what makes you trust their recommendations and their? Yeah, right. I don't think it's people as much as like how honest are you being? Like, I think a lot of the pitchfork writing has like, like, if they're speaking to a specific topic and not just reviewing the thing, you know, because reviewing the thing was made to sell the thing earlier, like earlier in the century. But that right. doesn't exist anymore because we have it. Like, we have streaming services yeah. and we can just go and listen to it. But what mm-hmm. makes that time worthwhile? Yeah. So, um, like, stuff like, uh, I forget what band, but um, there was that Pitchfork review that trashed it and called it, like, the pussy hat of music. 
Oh my gosh, what's that band? With two people, and she's like standard indie vocals. She made a song she about Harvard. Him. No. Oh my gosh, what is that band? And their their album cover is like embroidery. And it was like a huge controversy. Was it... Was it... It was like twinkly stuff. Was it I, Schmussy Riot? No, 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 no. That is, that's not even like wait. What like, there's a lot you could talk about with that one. Oh wait, it's diet sick. Yeah, diet sick. Yes, <laughs> oh wait, I did, the larger problem is yeah. that over these twelve songs, diet sick yes. are the heavy-handed musical equivalent of the wow. Yeah, wow. it was a, it was harsh. <laughs> like I don't think we Queen I don't Maryland. think we I don't think we're asking for negative re- honestly negative reviews either. I don't think I, that I don't well, think that's what I'm asking for. I'm I'm asking for like like. What do we get from certain pieces of writing? Because sure, we could talk about the overarching, like, political context of a lot of things. Th- these things, because now it's so much more important. But mm. we can also think about the musical quality or whatever, like an academic paper about the music, Maybe. or yeah. think about it, how it fits in somebody's life, regardless of how good or bad it is. Yes, yeah, that's the way to put it. I think like the trust thing like really does factor in because I know it like, does. like you and me, lay. Like, like we kind of like talk about it but like Pitchfork <coughs> they kind of like opened up this like separate section called like Levels oh yeah where it's very like hip hop oriented content and strictly hip hop yeah it's so authentic because the main editor is also like very authentic like yeah. one of the writers they have on staff like Alphonse Alphonse and yeah they, like you those guys know what they're talking about yeah. and they'll literally make an effort to add they do like a list of like is it like best song of the week yeah, yeah is it the ones it's like weekly or daily For weekly yeah, where it's like they'll like I think put so, up like yeah. five like five songs by like rappers you've never heard of before in like just different places across the it's country. It's just passion. Mm-hmm. They exactly. have a, I think so, that that's like, that It's that. funny. I follow um I follow the senior editor that I follow both of them on Twitter. Uh, the senior editor is this guy named Timothée Paku. Um, he's a senior editor. He was a senior editor at Pitchfork, and he kind of led it up with this uh, young New Pulse graduate named Alphonse Pierre. If I'm, it's Al- or Alphonse, but you get the idea. He's yeah. a, they're both good writers. But you can tell, I mean, I follow, um, I mean, I'll follow it too, but especially Timotep, I follow, like, I've been following him on Twitter for, even before, just kind of a little bit. This guy really, like, has a huge passion for, like, not even hip-hop, but, like... You can't fake passion. Exactly. Not even hip-hop, just beyond that, the culture of what it stands for, where it comes from, its history, like, the new, new, you know, he's branching out further beyond the old stuff into the new stuff. And all that comes from the fact that that's you know he's pro- he probably most I don't know how old he is but he's probably a young guy I imagine probably a huge part of his upbringing you know growing up where yeah. he did and like yeah when you probably you know you know him he's, he's, also, he's also, you know in terms of like hip hop he's also I mean he's also a black you know, he's also black so he's probably can relate to a lot of what rap is particularly because is offering better than someone like maybe you know like Fantana not the name drop but like so I think a lot of it is just one the is, name drop. <laughs> and the the name drop. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I thought lot, you were making a joke, but you were. No, I, just, I don't know why I said that. At the end, he's famous. But like, I think a lot of. <laughs> I think it's like just you know. Hey, I think Kendall, it's, it's passion me. plus I think um, being able to being able to communicate that to communicate is so important. Your, yeah, through your emotion, through your own like being yeah, because in, you could be emotionally like you could be emotionally passionate about something and it's, still not be able to communicate exactly. Why. Yeah. yeah, but do you think like they're like. Because, like, with the Pitchfork situation, like, those guys are mainly covering hip-hop, yeah. like, and they do it extremely well. Like, that, it, I would say, like, that's their expertise. But I agree. at the same time, like, they're not going over, like, latest, like, surf rock or whatever. But no. with, like, someone, say, like, Fantano, like, he can communi- c- communicate well. 
I'd say like he does show passion, but like, may I don't know, maybe that's just me. I like I don't agree. Yeah. With, I don't agree a lot with like I guess like his maybe like his coverage of like hip hop or whatever. Like yeah. I'd say like maybe he's like better on like the rock side, but does like does that? I guess it in a way I guess it sounds like limiting, but like does just because like you have that kind of like passion and ability to communicate for like a specific yeah. genre? Yeah, I think it's definitely diminished can, for him. Yeah, does that mean you can talk on like all genres or exactly. like, can you make it broader? Like, I think I don't know. You know what? There's a lot of it. I think it's also just like with Fantana. We're talking. For, you mentioned his hip hop reviews. That's what I've always had a big sort of an opinion on. In that, what I think holds him back and what diminishes a lot of the. I think he the one of the, what he does with those reviews is there's a refusal to engage with what the music means. I think when he talks about how like trap before he definitely I, listens to it twice on his yeah. own, um, and then kind of just goes off there like his first impression all of them are i think also like he made i forgot which album it was i think it was chief keeps album one of them from like a, a couple years ago i don't remember but he made a comment where he said before the sound he said like blank album is what made trap marketable and like marketable and like good and that comments like that i feel like there's a refusal to engage of what trap was before that point and what it meant yeah. to like certain communities and i think in that sense it kind of I think that refusal, and not not maybe refusal, maybe like you know, like you know, like I refuse it, but more so just his inability to do that is what kind of, and not just him, but like a lot, of, and really a lot of these YouTube. Kids. I mean, an, an inability for one person to be able to do that because one person can't totally relate to no. any kind of music out there well, when you're course. trying to review. Which doesn't say he's being he's doing it facetiously. It's just he, he can't no, sure. possibly. Yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like I, I couldn't possibly do it. I, sure. I, there's plenty That's of music it. where I'm like I don't. Like, I, I don't connect to this. I literally out of time listen to this like yeah. I can't fully like invest I like it, understanding yeah. the machine more more than I like trying to make myself be interested in what I want to be interested in you know because yeah. a lot a big part of it is definitely instinctual and explaining that instinct to yourself is a process yeah exactly um, like there's that great Mark Richardson piece that recently came out where oh, he closed quiet. his oh, yeah he closed yeah. his the column and I've been going through his his pieces, and he only does one like once a year, <laughs> and they're all really really great because yeah. we need to concurrently be having discussions about music itself and how we're listening to it. Right. Like he's right when we talk about like we're mostly to ourselves. We're yeah. living in our own music by ourselves, and that didn't always ha like exist. No, I agree entirely. Yeah. R.I.P. Mark Richardson just left Pitchfork. <laughs> R.I.P. Like, he's alive. Not, <laughs> I was like, about to be like, like, oh my what? god, he's not alive. He's oh not, my god. I mean, he's only in his early fifties. He's not dead yet. But yeah. he left Pitchfork. But his career. Well, R.I.P. His of, career. A lot of interesting people left Pitchfork. I mean, I had no idea the guy who does the creative independent was an Brandon editor Stacey. in chief of Pitchfork at some point. He was Brent Stewart. Something like that. He was a he was a big position. I know the guy who's currently the managing editor at Pitchfork. He was the editor of Fader for like six years. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I Shepard. wonder how. Like, I also wonder how like the management of Condé Nast like changed it and stuff like that. Well, the press got bought out recently by Condé, so expect to see some change. <laughs> that isn't actually true. That's we not true. true. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope that's a given, but yeah. Like, I don't think we can legally say that, true. so I'm gonna say that's not true. <laughs> of course, it's not true. Anyway. So, what was your song song of the summer, huh? <laughs> oh. You never got um, to that lotion. Well, I really liked the Travis Scott song that had Frank Ocean on it. <laughs> that was the one I heard from that album. Travis yeah. Ocean? Uh, it was like Carousel, right? It's not what it's called. Yeah, wait, not Carousel. Carousel. Yeah. Carousel? Yeah, it was Carousel. Yeah, it was Carousel. Yeah, it was Carousel. Yeah. Um, but the one I've been, like, 
really going back to is probably feels like summer by Childish Gambino because I have a special place in my heart for him. Oh, but it's also, also like marketed it to be a, a summer song. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's he really a part of his like summer pack, and it's called <laughs> "Feels Like Summer." Um, but it's such a weird summer song because it's if you look at the lyrics, it's like no one has drinking water, and it's really hot, and it's getting hotter, and it's like. But it's still a bop. I don't. It's. I don't get it. I don't know why he did it that way. Yeah, right. He's um, been very topical lately. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. right. So the the first song on that, it's two. It's he yeah. released it with like, I don't remember what the other one's called. Um, it's summertime magic. He released it with summertime magic, and that one's like a pretty straightforward love song. I feel like, um, and I didn't really like it at first because of that, because the lyrics are a little bit basic, mm-hmm. um, and then. So I think it was it was like a really interesting thing that he did where he like draws you in with this like song that is it's just like fun, mm-hmm. right? And then the next one sounds fun, but it's actually really prescient and I really yeah. enjoyed enjoyed Like that the music about video it. for This is America, like Yeah. Right. It's I, just like I people people so, dancing and yeah. then he throws you a gun and he kills all of them. And I yeah. think it's so weird that people like bop to that song i think it's still yeah. so weird but it, it's such a yeah. it's the same thing like it's like the, it's the weekend effect where like he's like saying about doing cocaine yeah and and even that's definitely like, 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 word, like yeah that's definitely like the preface to like i'm that. addiction he got a blimp this sounds so dope <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, weird when you have songs yeah. like that where it's like yeah yeah i think the not to be uncannily on the nose but the political climate haha <laughs> everybody's change. so f- so focused like ever since the election i feel i do feel like a seismic shift in the art we're making and what we're talking about when we talk about mm-hmm. it yeah yeah i mean that eminem album <laughs> so <Damn. laughs> Damn. Heavy duty, like diarrhea <laughs> i like how you're just shushing us he was like shut up but also like that tribe album so <laughs> i mean we're yeah i was a guy like that yeah, was i love that it was a good year it was a good album yeah well that was at the end of 2016 i think they released that in like december yeah timing was is so important when you release yeah. when you drop music now about like the political climate quote-unquote but do you feel like because of that like it's happening like across the board with like even music movies or tv it's like do you feel like it gets like overly politicized oh yeah like, you're it, Kind of like placing political mm-hmm. meaning on something that maybe didn't. Absolutely, I think yes. it's. I think a large course, part of it is because it's all on our minds too. So when are we overly projecting? Like, yeah, but I mean, also it. like when we get to the point where CNN's writing, putting out articles where like Paw Patrol and Tom's Tank Engine are fascist cartoons. <laughs> like at that point, it's like yeah, it might be overthinking it. But you know, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I think definitely art is all about interpretation. So for some, you know, which is some we also like. There's there was way less con. There was we were way less conscious in the past about w- what our what we're born into, like the power structures mm-hmm. we have around us. Yeah, right. So now that we're finally conscious about it, we can't help but be overly conscious about it. Like, what are we bringing to the table when we interpret this kind of album or this art piece or whatever? Right. Like, do you expect, like, guess, like, like what do we art, expect from it? I guess, like, on the from the audience perspective, like, yeah, of course, like, there is like some active listening that has to go on there. But do you think that's like? Like, I don't expect Drake to ever drop, like, a conscious rap album. Yeah, Drake's gonna be like, oh, yo, man, that. Don't like, control is good. I'm upset. No, like, yeah. he can just record himself, like, eating cereal, and he's gonna, like, top like top the charts for, like, the next six months. Kiki, she's a poet. Like, I don't, like, doesn't really, like, I, <laughs> no. I think, like, I don't care. I don't think anyone would yeah, care. Yeah, I don't care either, because that's what like I don't it. expect from I don't Drake. care about Drake. Like, exactly. I don't go to Drake for political conversation. Like, I didn't even expect, like, Charles Gambino to come out, like, kind of, like, take the whole, like, Atlanta, before. Like, is it just like, like yeah. certain artists you kind of expect them to be like 
political off the bat, maybe because of yeah. the history of the persona, or is maybe, it like, yeah. yeah, I think in a way, yeah, like I expect, like we are out of time. All right, well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I expect. What's your nothing. final point, Alicia? I don't have a final point. Yeah, My final, final point, point is this has been press play. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. DJ We're Sprinkles. gonna figure it out later. Yeah, we'll you guys want to reintroduce yourselves real yeah. quick? Yeah, my name is Lewis Maroney, assistant saturator at the press. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Lou Yorker, L E W Yorker. Great handle. Uh, the funny, mm-hmm. I love it. And uh, get ready for some satire, college kids. Go, Sarah, your turn. Oh, okay. Thank you for introducing me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Sarah Kamara, and um, I'm sweaty. <laughs> it's too hot. Yep. It's too hot. Follow me, Twumble. So damn hot. Follow me, Twumble. What? Yo, um, I'm Dalvin Albuaji. I'm the, uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting my position. I'm the managing. I have no position. Now. Yes, you do. The okay. manager of the Krusty Krab. In too. this political climate, you have no position. I have no position. <laughs> all have positions. <laughs> I can't believe this country um, hates guns more than most Yeah, I guess, um, follow me at Dalvin and Hobbs, and also, um... Great handle as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I got <laughs> Just, like, a random pun that, I guess, pun that came to mind. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Our first issue of the semester yeah. should actually be coming out this week yeah. Yeah. tomorrow, right? tomorrow yeah, all of we us are, are in it right? like, yeah. I'm not in it you're not in it my piece got cut at the last minute thanks oh. Lay because the band didn't have enough social media likes okay keep <laughs> yo we all love each other in practice <laughs> <laughs> I love you Lay um, I love yeah, you but, uh, you're yeah also besides yeah it's gonna be on campus you can of course read us online at sbpress.com where SB Press, Stony Brook Press, literally anywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. join SoundCloud. Us. Join yeah. us, man. Oh, come join through SAC 307K. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, meetings at 12 p.m. But you can at, come on home. Wednesdays, but literally anywhere. Come whenever you want, really. Usually yeah. somebody's in the office, 307K. You just have me or Dalvin, someone else. Please come through. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Give us content. Yeah. yeah. All right, this is WUSB Stony Brook. That was Press content, Play. This content, is content. Democracy Now.